Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 30-something podcast with Sunny. Real class act today, everybody. I'm recording in my car. <laughs> in my car outside of my doctor's office. Um, let's talk about real life being a 30-something. I am waiting on the results of a hormone panel that's about to come in. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that I fully admit I turn into crazy person. I would say like three days before my period. I never, never had many like PMS symptoms before having kids. Since I had three kids, all of a sudden I literally turn into hell on wheels. (laughs) Like... I just, the anxiety is so real, everybody. So anyhow, I've heard um, through several friends of mine that it's a good thing to get a hormone panel done and to see where my progesterone levels are after having kids. Because apparently, among other things like your belly button and your waistline and your boobs and your nipples, kids can also wreck your hormone levels. And so anyhow, I am recording outside of the doctor's office. I'm literally in the parking lot right now. I do have the doors locked because, um, you know, just in case someone decides to um, try to kidnap a a middle-aged woman in a minivan, then I'll be safe. (laughs) Anyhow, I hope you guys are having a good, it's holiday break, right? Yeah, it's holiday break where you are because um, no matter what you celebrate, it's happening like right now by the time this episode is uploaded. Um, We've got two weeks off of school, so, which I think is pretty typical for this, um, for this day and age. Um, So we are, what, three days in Not bad so far, but we're running, steadily running out of options when it comes to activities. Now, we live in Florida where it's currently 72 degrees and partly cloudy. So I can only imagine what it's like to be trapped inside and have that extra layer of complication when you're trying to entertain your kids. Um, Wow. Yeah, um, we've done the park circuit. We did the gingerbread house thing with some friends this morning, which was great. Um, They literally sucked down half the icing before putting it onto the houses. But, you know, whatever keeps them entertained. Um, We got a playground as well, a little play, a swing set that Santa delivered a little early because wink, wink, it couldn't fit on the sleigh. AKA the delivery window was all messed up because of the holiday. So the official explanation is that um, Santa couldn't fit it on his sleigh because he had so many other gifts to bring all the other kids. So we've been out on that as well, literally for hours and hours um, at a time every day. So I, I, we're seriously running out of options though. I love going onto Twitter, by the way, at this time of the year and just seeing all of the random tweets that parents leave about holiday break and how hard it is. It really is an exercise in patience. Entertaining children for long stretches of time is so difficult. It is shockingly hard to keep people, like little people who need you alive for extended periods of time when you're the only one with them. I know that sounds like base level kind of work. Like, you know, really all you have to do is feed them, keep them safe and like partially entertained. But it's really, really hard. Like I turn my back and one of them is climbing on the kitchen island, usually just the baby at this point. Um, many fights are breaking out. There's a lot of pinching. 
there's a lot of like whining and complaining. So, um, yeah, I think the thing is with kids these days, they are also so used to being entertained, not even entertained, but busy all the time. I think we all have our kids in activities and we keep them busy on play dates. So we have all lost, we all have collectively lost the ability to keep ourselves entertained. And so when times like this happen, you know, you have two weeks at home with, I mean, you know, relatively little to do, um, we all kind of go berserk, which says something probably about me and my parenting that I'm not willing to get into right now. But anyway, if you're a mom out there and you're on holiday break, I feel you, sister. I'm in it with you. Tweet me ideas. I don't know. We're going to go to the science center. We're going to, like I said, we're going to be outside as much as we can. And I know we're lucky to be able to do that in Florida. So um, here's something we just went through too. Has anybody else gotten the flu this season? So my little guy came home he's in first grade about a week and a half ago complaining of a headache and the next five days this poor thing had a blazing fever I think it was the flu it was definitely some sort of virus and he was just down for the count and it is the most pitiful thing to see ever he was just posted up in our bed watching you know cartoons and bro sis versus bro on YouTube for hours at a time because you know I'm back and forth with the other kids and um we didn't get the flu shots this year I know that maybe we should have but we didn't anyhow that swept through our house and had us just just on our backs literally for a week so two out of the three kids had it we then got a case of cold and snot and sniffles with all the children so kind of on the tail end of that it's been a really really great Christmas season um here's the thing about the holidays I was just having this conversation with a mom friend of mine it is as you know an intensely busy time of year um we have lots of activities happening we have lots of things happening with our kids schools we have social events there's chances are a, a work party or two to attend and a lot of things can fall by the wayside because you're trying to keep up with everything else. Um, I feel really guilty about this, but this year we did not visit Santa, which if you're not a parent, you're thinking that I'm like a total dork and who cares? It's whatever. But I felt really, really guilty about this. Um, we visited with Santa every year since my son was born. So, you know, almost seven years now. And we didn't do it this year. And I feel like such a crap mom for it. I really do. There's no other excuse except to say that we were busy every day when it wasn't a sickness or, you know, a case of needing to be somewhere for an activity. It was just, it felt impossible to get there. So I'm just having this massive guilt trip because, um, you know, that's the one thing that you have every year to look back on is the picture with Santa to see how the kids have grown. So I did a little, I did a blog post about it too. I mean, we, but it's guilt. It's massive mom guilt. And I'm really, really making an effort to let go of that because what we did have instead of the pictures with Santa was a lot of time together. We've spent a lot of time just hanging out in the house this year and the kids decorated with us and they helped out with that this year. So we've had a lot of special memories this holiday season, but unfortunately that wasn't one of them, but I just want to say, if you're a mom, 
who's out there and is in the same situation, or maybe your guilt is coming from something else that you didn't do or feel like you didn't do right. This is my call to say, let's just stop with the mom guilt. Let's stop with making ourselves feel less than because we missed out on one, two, or a few things that we wanted to do this holiday season. Accept the fact that it's just a totally crazy season and be grateful for the moments we do have together. That's the one I'm trying to tell myself because I do really feel really bad about um, not doing that tradition with the kids this year. Um, also another mom cop out, we're hosting on Christmas Eve and, um, we're doing takeout because that's just all that I have the bandwidth for this year. I just can't cook. We're going to have 15 people over. I've got three kids. Can't do it. So that's how your friend over here is making the holiday special. (laughs) No Santa takeout and like a lot of YouTube for the kids. Wow. Can someone just mail me? You can just mail me my mom of the year trophy. Just drop it in the mail because that's one thing I do do is check my mail because all of our freaking Christmas gifts are being mailed this year. So (laughs) just drop that mother of the year trophy in there and I'll be sure to get it. Um, another thing that we wanted to, that I I wanted to talk about briefly is, um, the holiday concert season. Did you guys have this for your kids? You know, they do a little Christmas ditty or, um, like a show or a musical of some sort. Um, we did that this year and it was like an actual arm wrestling match to get a seat. I'm not the mom that's great about showing up early to things. Thankfully, my in-laws were there early enough to like grab a seat. But if you want to see people get like gnarly, nasty, ready to throw throw down, you should attend a kid's recital. This could be a dance recital. This could be a holiday party. This could be anything that requires um, seating, like advanced seating. If you think that bar brawls are bad, if you think fights over women between two drunk men are bad, you have not seen two moms who are facing off for the corner seat of the church pew of a holiday concert. Because let me tell you, there will be blood. And if my in-laws, if my in-laws weren't there saving seats, God knows, I would have been in the back, actually. I, I would have just accepted my fate. Let me tell you something, though. People get nasty for those things, so... If you're not a parent yet, that's another thing to look forward to. Just one more thing you've got to do and be there for that requires advanced planning, which I'm just not great at. Um, Anyhow, so here's what we're doing. Here's what we're doing. What we're doing for this upcoming year on this podcast and the rest of my channels. Just felt like I should give you guys a quick update because um, this podcast has been going for just over a year now. So happy birthday to me. Um, we've had a weekly show for 55 weeks now. So like I said, 56 maybe. So just over a year. And I am booking up some really good stuff for 2020 when it comes to 30 something. Um, I have so far focused the content and will continue to on those three chapters of three pillars that sort of define the content here, which is motherhood, self-care and second chapters. And as you know, if you've been listening for a while, second chapters is um, just big changes in life that people have made, whether it be as a result of having children or just needing a career shift. I have found that most people in life have had a massive 
change when it comes to what they're doing with their time professionally speaking. So I like to dedicate a lot of time to stories on this podcast about people who've made big life changes because it's interesting and because we've all been there and because especially if you're a parent, you know that, um, priorities change after having kids. And I just think it's so fascinating to talk to women in particular who um, have found a way to redefine their purpose after having kids. So anyway, for the new year, I've got a lot of things on tap that pertain to motherhood. We're talking with a sleep training expert. I think that is so fascinating. I know many mothers who have had tremendous luck with sleep training their children, teaching them how to stay asleep, get to sleep and stay asleep through the night. I was not a sleep training mom. And in this interview, you're going to hear me explain um, why I wasn't, but why I think it's such an important interview to get out there because I know so many moms who are. Um, I'm talking with an author of a book that is like the new and cool pregnancy guide for women. It's called Bumpin'. So my interview with Leslie Schrock is coming up next year and she talks all about her personal journey to motherhood and uh, why it's so more than just 10 months of your life. So you're going to hear all about her book and um, why she wrote it and why it's so different from all of those other pregnancy manuals that are out there. And I'm also chasing down a lot of health-related topics. Speaking of hormones, as you heard me say at the beginning of this podcast, I just got my own hormone panel. And I'm looking forward to seeing what the doctor says about that. I'm doing a whole episode about why our hormones change, um, what happens physically and chemically in your body after having children and the things changes that you can make to address that. So I've got two experts lined up on that. So I would love to hear your questions and thoughts, anything specific that you're dealing with, because those interviews are coming up next year. Um, new company founders of clean, um, clean household products. I don't want to drop the name because I don't want to jinx it, but we're really close to locking down an interview with a brand that I have used and loved for quite some time. And yeah, so much more. And I'm going to continue the mom happy hour too. That's become sort of a little breakout hit of the podcast. Um, I love talking to experts and company founders and people who wear professional hats, but I love even more sometimes talking to regular moms. I feel like the best advice can come from someone just someone who's been there before. Like sometimes you need professional advice. Sometimes you need to hear from someone who has a degree and who has a few letters after their name and has gone to school for something. But other times you just need to hear from a mom who's like, sister, I've been there. I've been awake, you know, all night with my baby. And I've been with a child, you know, and helped my child after he or she got bullied, or this is how we, um, set up screen time rules and restrictions in our house. Anything when it comes to parenting, sometimes it's just, is interesting to hear it from another mom. So we're going to continue with a mom happy hour series, which I'm hoping will actually evolve into a happy hour at some point when I finally set up a recording space in my own house, maybe it'll actually involve a couple of glasses of wine and I can bribe some of my friends to come on and tell their interesting stories. But yeah, I've got a lot of really fun stuff coming up in 2020. So I'm just grateful that y'all have been here for the past year. Or if you're new that you're here now, I want this to be a community where you guys feel like you can reach out with, um, questions on the topics that I'm doing and I can get them answered for you. If you haven't gotten a chance yet, um, some that we recently did were, viewer and reader sort of driven. They were the episodes on, um, it was called all about your lady parts, part one and two. 
that was with a uh, board-certified OBGYN. We talked about sexual health. We talked about um, pregnancy. We talked about difficulties conceiving. We talked about endometriosis. I mean, we talked about everything that have to do with, has to do with your lady parts. It was such an interesting episode because it was driven by questions from all of you guys. Um, another reader-driven episode or listener-driven episode that we did recently was um, skincare and beauty, and that was with Tenley Starr who is the founder of Star Clinical Skincare. She is the sweetest person, and we talked all about, oh my gosh, everything. Skincare routines, retinol, hyperpigmentation, melasma, which is that dark um, mask you can get on your skin, especially during and around pregnancy. We talked about Botox, fillers, and lasers. So the point is, when you guys submit things, it makes it that much more interesting, because I know that you're getting the things answered that you want. So all of this to say... Hit your sister up if you have any thoughts or questions. You can find me on Instagram all the time. Um, Speaking of Instagram, oh my gosh, this is just a random episode, by the way. Uh, There is is no outline here. So this is just stream of consciousness as I sit in a parking lot, in a commercial parking lot in uh, in greater Orlando. Um, Speaking of Instagram, I recently found someone with my name. And you think that that's probably not a big deal because you probably have a name that's wonderful and beautiful and that you were not made fun of growing up. (laughs) Like having the name Sunny and not spelled in the adjective way and not even spelled in the boy way, but spelled in this strange way was really interesting growing up. I like never had a keychain. I never went to the beach and was like, oh, you know, let me get this mug with my name on it. Let me get this keychain with my name on it. Literally 50% of the time when people heard my name, they thought I was a boy. I mean, it was a whole thing. I was called cloudy and rainy and stormy. I would run home crying to my parents. It was a whole thing, right? Like in the 80s and 90s, it was not cool to have a boy name. All you like adorable little you know, Charlie's and Drew's out there now, you have it easy because we really cut the path for you. (laughs) We boy name pioneers because it was not fun growing up amongst all these beautifully feminine names in the eighties when you had a boy name. Anyhow, I met a girl on Instagram with the name Sunny and we just connected and shared our name origin story, which is like super interesting. Um, not really, but we, um, connected over that. And I just think that is so interesting that in this day and age, we can find anybody out there. And she literally has the same backstory. She was named after her dad, turned out to be a girl. They switched the Y to an I. They called it a day. Her nickname, Sunny Bunny, just like me. So shout out to my girl, Sunny, if you're out there listening. And by the way, I think people are now naming their kids. I mean, I know they, I mean, people are naming their kids deliberately like boy and male sounding names. And I think that's awesome. I'm all for a gender neutral moment. And I'm here to say you can survive if you've been bullied over your name (laughs) growing up. Um, Anyhow, so that's it, guys. Listen, I just wanted to pop on and quickly say, again, thank you for listening if you've been here for the past year. So much growth and change is coming next year. I don't want to get all resolution-y because, frankly, I never live up to the standards that I set for myself in the new year. But um, I do know that this space is going to continue to be one where we have um, interesting conversations with women and men who have done awesome things. So I can't wait for it. Um, Be sure to check back on my Instagram too. I am 
doing a lot more beauty reviews lately. I'm trying to think if there's a product that I should tell you guys about that I've been using and loving lately. Oh, let me just revisit this one because I I just did a post on Instagram on this and I feel like this is worth a mention. Again, a lot of people are revamping or like to revamp their skincare routines as they head into the new year. Let this be your one like concrete takeaway from this episode. Here's what you need to go out and buy right now. All my beauty and product junkie friends. Drunk Elephants Debronzi. That's D-B-R-O-N-Z-I. Debronzi Sunshine Drops. They're called something like that. But it's Drunk Elephant Debronzi. It is a dark brown glimmery kind of liquid. It's like liquid bronzer, right? But even though that sounds like terrifying to just smear all over your face, hear me out. This was my beauty product MVP by far from 2019. I have loved a lot of things. I've tried a lot of things over the past year, hair care, skincare, whatever. But if I'm going to tell you one thing to take away, because you know I got to cover a beauty product or two in my podcast, you need to go buy these drops right now. So here's what they are. They are a liquid bronzer that is intended to be mixed with your regular moisturizer to give you a glow. Here is the benefit of this product. It looks like a tinted, when mixed right, it looks like a tinted moisturizer on your skin. It effectively can eliminate the need for foundation. If you're someone who likes a heavier, like, coverage situation, you're probably not going to use this alone. But for days when you're running around, for anyone who is, you know, home during the day that doesn't want to have, like, face beat situation happening, like, at the grocery store, this is so perfect because it gives you this bronze, very natural, like bronzy glow. And it can be mixed with any moisturizer or SPF that you already have. And one bottle will last you at least six months. I have gone, I am actually still on my second bottle that I got last year. So two bottles have lasted well over a year. Here's what you do because I know you wear SPF every day because you're responsible like that, right? Because we need to wear SPF to protect our skin from aging. Um, you're gonna mix a about a, this about a quarter size. This is the rule of thumb for me. I use a zinc oxide-based SPF, which means I don't use um, chemical sunscreens. I use sunblocks. Those sunblocks can be whiter and can leave like a whitish tinge on your skin because they have zinc oxide or titanium dioxide. So I'm just gonna tell you what I do and what my formula is. You're gonna have to tweak it. If you use a regular moisturizer with no zinc oxide, you're not gonna have to use as much debronzy. But here's what you're gonna do. About a quarter size of your zinc or titanium dioxide based um, SPF and one and a half pumps of the debronzy. And you're going to mix it all together in your palm. You're going to smear it all over your face and down your neck because we have to protect our neck. And if any of your chest is exposed too. And it will give you the most perfect glow. I can't even tell you how amazing this product is. So that is my one big product takeaway from 2019. Go buy it. I promise, promise, promise you will not regret it. It is at Sephora. It is everywhere. If you need to find it, just DM me on Instagram. I will tell you where to find it. But Google is our friend. It's going to be 2020. I think everybody knows how to find a beauty product. Um, Yeah, again, Drunk Elephant Debronzy 
sunshine, something drops. You'll you'll see it. Um, anyhow, guys, thank you so much for listening. If you have a moment, you know what I would be incredibly grateful for if you took the time to leave a rating and review. That helps to get this podcast out to people who might enjoy it or find it useful or fun. Don't forget to subscribe. I would be eternally and forever grateful if you did that. Thank you so much for listening. And this is sounding, sounding a little bit crazy, but um, I'm going to see you in 2020. What? Have a good rest of the year, everybody. Thank you so much for listening and follow me on Instagram at Sunny Abata. Bye, guys.